0: welcome to the party pooper podcast it's me phil and
1: and it's me mario (laughs) whoa
0: i don't think we're allowed to say that we're gonna get sued
1: oh god fine
0: (laughs) and it's it's also like probably not like isn't that not an okay thing to say isn't that like very like racist or stereotypical no or
1: it's because of the game
0: yeah i know we that but the game that? itself it's a little like on the oh nose my t- like <laughs> making fun of italians like in a super okay
1: well that's not where what i was going for i was going for just the very popular well-known okay your brother sorry
0: okay well yeah i feel i feel like we're in trouble now. But anyway, it's going to be fine. We're going to keep moving on.
1: So I'm not going to tell you who I am because that way you won't find me. <laughs> okay.
0: So uh, this is a very special episode because we are recording this on video for the first time ever. And some people are very self-conscious about that.
1: Well, I mean, to be fair, it's a few to days. To be fair. Oh... I don't think you can do that.
0: What? It's not making fun of anybody's No, thing. but maybe it's copyrighted. No, letter Kenny doesn't care.
1: <laughs> um. Yeah, it's just been a few days of being out in the sun and sweating and full of sunscreen and then down at the beach and all that stuff. And then today I just put a big dollop of hair oil in my hair and now I just feel like a hot, slicked up mess.
0: Well, now for the first time ever, you can actually see... What a hot slicked up mess, no, Alethea is, no. because we're on video. So this is going to be a new thing moving forward
1: for Patreons,
0: right? So we haven't really been showing our Patreon supporters very much love for a while. Like we haven't done a bonus episode in a while. We haven't done any. We haven't in done. You've
1: done a couple. Any episodes? <laughs>
0: <haven't done> <laughs> many episodes at all in a while. It's been like very. We've been really busy, and it's been really sunny. And you've been very busy. I've been very busy. I've just so. been
1: not feeling it because of just being in a funk
0: i've been in a funk too but yeah I, I i'm know, gonna talk but... about that later um so yeah we just wanted to say it's a thing uh, if you want to see us live like not live uh well maybe we'll do live thing one day but if you want to see the video of us or whatever um it's going to be available on patreon to any patreon supporters of which we have two thank you very much it's just lynn and pete and so they will get to watch our video of us doing every Live episode
1: fools every week
0: right well maybe not every week let's not like over promise let's let's under promise girls and watch free. Over deliver what
1: <laughs> you know even you it,
0: and again today in today's world i'm not even sure that would be okay
1: oh my god
0: you know bringing gender into this and like
1: no, when you go to like nudie bars, they have nights that girls get to go in free. And yeah, usually outside they say like live, live girls or live news. Yeah,
0: but like it would be weird if we, like girls, watch our show for free.
1: Oh, I was I was joking. Okay,
0: <laughs> I know. I'm just I'm so on edge these days because the whole world, <laughs> the whole three is super people in the world
1: they're listening to us are gonna like come for us. You know. So
0: anyway, if you've never heard the show before, uh, it's a party pooper podcast because I will find ways to make everything a super party pooper moment and uh, bring everything down and take things in the worst light and be worried about everything and uh, Alethea will violently struggle against that. Did you say
1: violently struggle?
0: Valiantly, oh, maybe I, mean, I said
1: violently struggling is probably more my my. Uh, yeah, maybe it was a slip game. of the
0: tongue. Maybe I did say violently, <laughs> but anyway. So actually, this is going to be really cool because we usually do the beer cracks, um, and you get the. Oh, you want to
1: do it in tandem again?
0: Um, I don't know if that would ruin it. Would. Dip, I don't. You don't want. Me I think to, it would no. I think it would You be, don't
1: want me to mess it up because you know I'm not going to get it. No, I just I think
0: and, ASMR wise or whatever it'd be worth it to get like okay, both I'll, of them in and have them in. The, you okay. want to do yours first? No,
1: no, I'll do mine after. It's just okay. I got to get my nail non-existent. Okay, nails. we'll
0: see. We'll see who does it better. So you guys can like comment or whatever and say which one you thought did it better or whatever. Anyway, here you go. So get ready, and and oh yeah, so they'll actually be able to see the visual representation at the same Is your time can bigger? oh yeah no it's not it's oh. the same size Kay. okay all right i'll wait here we go oh
1: that's nice you even got a bit of the fizz i don't know if i'm gonna get it hold on i can't even get the tab up enough to get my finger under <laughs> i was like that Dope. actually smell i can
0: smell that from here i think or maybe i'm smelling you. mine mm. all right so i've got mine goes to 11 by uh, backcountry brewing and Alethe was upset with me because i didn't know what that reference was from
1: okay, i wasn't upset i was just like oh you only got one of those like i thought you just whenever you buy any kind of like summer berry you should always just get two Cause most of the time mm. I'm gonna want want the same one.
0: It's a mango coconut lime sour.
1: That sounds delicious,
0: and it's uh, it's really good. All right, so you've tried that one before, but you want to tell everybody what it is.
1: Yep, this is actually I'm gonna take a sip.
0: Okay. Yeah, it looks Still like she's good. enjoying it. Yeah.
1: Yeah. This is the uh, two to Tango mango jalapeno ghost. Yep by uh ravens brewing it's very delicious i don't know where the camera it's not too
0: spicy but it's it is spicy
1: uh yeah i mean i oh oh my (laughs) i didn't really notice uh in that mouthful but eventually i know there's going to be like a little bit of a kick i don't know if i'd say spicy oh but i definitely want to try yours (gasps) my notes
0: oh sorry sorry about that
1: Mm, mm. yeah it's
0: it's really good (laughs)
1: oh man oh that's really good too but that one has a very intense scent to it and you know me and smells but this is like a good smell
0: okay Mm -hmm. so um it says here in ancient times before dawn of history no one knows what it is or what we did it's actually quite unbelievable but we turned up our fruit dose to 11 why wouldn't we make 10 the high the highest because we can turn it up to 11
1: It's really unfortunate. I don't think the camera caught that, but your eyebrow did that thing, and it's quite impressive because you've got like you know some intense, like almost rivaling Peter Gallagher, and I don't know if you know who that is or Eugene Levy. Maybe you know who that is.
0: Okay, I'm definitely not on Eugene Levy level.
1: Yeah, yeah, like the early years, maybe. Like when he Anyways, was thirteen. Peter or Gallagher was on the OC, he played the dad. And he's got some pretty intense eyebrows also. But your triangle <laughs> went right up. <laughs> it's good.
0: It's a really good beer. <laughs> yeah. Plus it's um it's quite a hot day and we went on a mm. big walk before this and I've just been baking, driving around and stuff. So it like on a on a really hot day, even a beer that you've had a, a dozen times before and you're like, It's an okay beer or whatever, all of a sudden, that cold beer turns into like an amazing, amazing beer. So it's kind of biased, but it's quite good.
1: And, you know, it was a pretty big deal for you this weekend because you've been out quite a bit. I mean, for you, you know, like in the sense of you uh, you went to the beach mm-hmm. and cooked. you sat on a chair while <laughs> Memphis and I went down to the water and took a long walk. I was
0: working on my notes. Showing the camera my notes And
1: then we went out. We met your friend later on for dinner. So, well, we didn't sit outside, but we were walking on the pier outside. Yeah. Afterwards, and it was still pretty hot.
0: It's pretty big news. I've gone on uh, three. Well, and today bro dates.
1: You went on also a walk again outside. Yeah. Amongst. The public, which he doesn't enjoy, so that's been pretty pretty big for you. And Memphis, he's been like really, you know, we did we did uh, two beaches this week and and the the walk around the air park.
0: Yeah, he seemed to really enjoy it. Like Memphis was always kind of um, not super keen on water activities, but I think he's I think he's warming up to it a little bit.
1: I've noticed when he's walking, if the water is um, warm, like closer to the shore, when you first, first go in, just that mm-hmm. little tiny bit, he's starting to warm up to walking in that. Or if he gets distracted and sees something, he'll go oh. for it, like he did the other day when we were down at the beach and you saw this guy with a kite needed to know what was going on because it was making yeah. all kinds of noise electric kite maybe i don't know or maybe it's just the way it was set up but it was making a vrooming noise
0: okay both yeah. of those conditions sound like things it could that just I... be
1: because of the way he was turning it and it was like really turning really quickly um in the air and it was making that noise you know
0: right. both of those conditions sound like something that appeals to me too yeah i like to be in the warm shallow water and also get distracted so I understand him.
1: Yeah. Cool. Sorry, I didn't mean to uh, to gloss over your... your, uh, Yeah, I made a new friend. It's,
0: you know, it's a big thing. Like when you're in your 30s or at any age or whatever, it can be difficult to make new friends. So it's pretty cool that, you know, a new friend and he seems like he's uh, a good influence, you know, so far. So we'll see. Plus he has my favorite scotch at his house. I found out yesterday which is excellent news, and um, yeah, things are going good. So no pressure or anything, but I hope it blossoms into a long-term friendship. Yeah. yeah and he's really into electronics. He's got a degree in electrical engineering.
1: And you like to talk about the, uh, now I keep thinking, Adwan ad-
0: it's Arduino.
1: Arduino. Alicia <laughs> thinks watch.
0: that Arduino sounds like a mob or something.
1: It sounds like, like a, a, a show you'd see on Netflix about some guy that ran a cartel or something. Or, a, you know, there's some conspiracy. Mm-hmm. Arduino.
0: It's probably, I, I didn't look it up in advance or prepare, but, um, but it's probably named after someone.
1: I think it's because I'm thinking of that show. What was that movie about? Wasn't there a thing about the, uh, not the Olympics? What was the movie that Ben Affleck was in or he directed? Argo. Oh. <laughs> That's what I was thinking of, and I was I was thinking of Argo and uh, something with a C or an S.
0: You know, New Zealand censured Ben Affleck because of that movie because he misrepresented um, New Zealand and another country's role, and in the movie he. Portrayed like the New Zealand embassy or whatever is just flat out turning away the Americans or whatever, but that's not how it happened in real life. But he did that because he wanted it to make it more dramatic. Like the Americans had nowhere to go and whatever. Like, what it was doesn't, the? It, I, I feel like a movie that's so historically significant, he should have tried Sicario. to stick to the to the facts more, you know. And like, Sorry. Yeah. he should have portrayed it the way it actually happened. It still could have been dramatic. Like there was still, still an intense situation, but. I'm I'm with New Zealand on this one.
1: Maybe you should reach out to him and see if he'd like some assistance with his next uh, foray to interact.
0: Ben Affleck doesn't need my help for anything. And like if the New Zealand government telling you that they're annoyed with you doesn't, you know, get your attention, you know, hearing it from Phil certainly isn't going <laughs> to do anything like.
1: You never know. You could be like that. The drop, you know.
0: Yeah, I'll just keep reminding him about it. Send him postcards. Hey, remember that time you made that movie in Pissed Off New Zealand? Well I remember. Signed Phil.
1: Oh boy. Like the anti Stan. What's that? Well, like Or maybe still Stan. But you know, like like Stan, like the song by Eminem, like the ultra fan, and like when somebody is like standing somebody, they're like oh. ultra fanning them. Like But you're in fact not a fan at all. You're doing the complete opposite.
0: That was a creepy song. I hope I never write a letter like that, like the Stan letters. My God. Anyway.
1: <laughs> you say it like, I hope I never, like you have no control over whether or not it's going to happen. It's well, just like, I hope, I hope I don't accidentally drive my car into well, its it depends. Edges, it know?
0: depends what the simulation has in store for me. Ah, we don't know what's going to uh-huh. happen
1: okay yeah, we're getting some i don't
0: believe that we're in a simulation i'm just throwing that out for fun it's just a joke yeah. don't send me angry Leap, letters warp, warp. don't send me invitations <laughs> to your simulation See, when club. he does
1: that he has about 20 seconds before he self disrupts because disrupt distracts because well you don't want he, the simulation uh, It's going against the program yeah,
0: you don't want to get formatted and have to restart
1: <laughs> we haven't talked about your ro- your robot uh Personality in a long time. Well, <laughs> well,
0: maybe I'll get along with the simulation. We can be friends. Yeah, there you go. You know, maybe my new friend maybe is an actual... Maybe it can actual... be a,
1: a, an open circuit kind of thing.
0: What? Short circuit? Open like circuit, the movie?
1: like you share your motherboards or whatever. I don't know. I don't know how this what? stuff works. I don't know. Okay. <laughs>
0: <laughs> All right. So anyway.
1: Moving on. so it's summer here
0: yeah in the northern hemisphere
1: yes in the northern hemisphere and it's very very (laughs) hot and everybody seems like they've been going through some crazy heat waves and uh yeah it just felt like it happened quickly i found Mm -hmm. like i felt like a lot more people were complaining about the heat before i actually started feeling like this is a little uncomfortable sometimes yeah
0: but you're a self-professed uh sun worshiper along with your mother
1: well no no no
0: you guys love the sun
1: yeah but not i'm not i don't lay out in tan like lots of like people memphis. in. yeah like memphis memphis does like what do you call the what do you call when you go to the restaurants the he's a big hibachi grill no you know the thing where <laughs> they cook it right in front of you yeah. live yeah. that's what he does <laughs> oh my god he's just like mom look at this
0: yeah Yeah, and then he smells like a cooked ham. He
1: does well. uh, He smells like a hot dog. Right.
0: (laughs) Yeah, like some kind of cooked meat.
1: Yeah, and then he seems so pleased with himself. And no, it doesn't make
0: us hungry. Thank you very much.
1: No. Oh God, that's weird. Yeah. That's crazy. I just I know
0: somebody's thinking it.
1: Well, that's like if you put like, um, because like when you put fake tanner on right like auto bronzer or self-tanner or whatever there's a chemical that mixes with your skin and has a distinct smell so that would be like the equivalent of like one of us putting it on and the other one getting hungry and being like well i think i want to dig into that
0: yeah or how they say that like being at the morgue with dead bodies or whatever makes people hungry
1: oh yeah um in an episode of uh killing eve yeah, but I, it's not just that. that,
0: though. But I've seen oh, that. Oh, you've heard that before? I've heard of that before, and I Googled huh. it, and it's a. I, I was like, okay, this is ridiculous is or it whatever. It but
1: smells like very peat whiskey. Like, I have no that idea. That makes me have a craving for insects. I have
0: no it. idea what it is, but apparently it's a legit thing. Hmm. So.
1: Interesting. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Well, I cannot confirm nor deny that because I have only been around a. Past individual, not at a funeral. One time, because like at funerals and stuff, often they'll have co- a little open casket. I've never felt
0: that way at a funeral or awake. It's, or something. it's my understanding that it's something to do with the morgue itself, not at funerals.
1: No, I thought you meant the smell.
0: Yeah, I know, but like at so a I funeral, I don't it think the, it has
1: the same smell. No, maybe not. That's anyway. Yeah, you're probably right. But I've also have been in a, I mean, I guess it was a, I don't know if it was actually a morgue. I'm trying to think about, well, I don't think it was like an actual big morgue where there was a bunch of people. But it was like a body for a school field trip once. And they were like, like taking out like the liver. Wait a minute,
0: you guys went and saw a human body, a dead human body on a school field trip?
1: Like parts. Wow. Yeah, one of the chicks in my class passed out.
0: I've never heard of that. Like I've heard of like f- yeah, dissecting a frog see, or something or you, whatever. I've never heard of kids seeing an actual dead body. You
1: couldn't see anything. It was like very covered. It's not like we could. I don't remember still, seeing the head still or anything. Pieces
0: of a dead body. But
1: the you could. They even passed around like they were showing the unhealthy organs after having a very fatty diet and stuff like because i remember my friend the girl that fainted it just so happens that like one of the things that she really really liked and i mean who are we kidding probably a lot of kids like this or people just people in general um she she drank like like i know you did too but yes pepsi um like a ton of it every day and often would have like fries like you know and close to school you could also get these like um, deep fried, you know, like greasy fries and stuff like that. So she would have that a lot or chips dressing gravy or whatever, which is delicious, but, you know. Um, so he he was talking about how this person was very unhealthy and like it was gross. And um, but there was like a really so strong tainted. smell of, of formaldehyde. Yeah. So I don't really know what happened. I just remember she put her hand on because there was like a black, um, like a plastic kind of stuff going around it, like around the body. And she like put her hand on that. And I remember when like she p- fainted, she went to steady herself there. And for a brief moment, I thought, oh, oh, like in my head, I was imagining the whole thing like tipping over, but it didn't. Like people around her like caught her and stuff. Okay. But So yeah, I don't really know what, I mean, he had said that some people are really sensitive to that smell, but um, Yeah. Should
0: you follow up on her now and see if she died from coronary disease or something? No. Well, I mean, that way we would have closure on the story, see if she turned her life around or not.
1: I mean, I guess. You it's really us, weird. I was actually thinking about her the other day an and I was like, I wonder whatever happened to her because I couldn't remember her last name. Like I remember her dad's name, but I don't remember her last name. Like I remember her dad's first name, which is weird. Because growing up, I didn't really know very many of my friends' dads' first names. Yeah, that's like, weird. You know, only till I got older. But uh, I well, yeah, that's not I'm that weird. To try to find I knew my it. friends'
0: parents' names, yeah, but I, like I wouldn't call them by their first name. But I like I knew what they were. But like, like Reed's dad was named Glenn. But like, right. You know, I wasn't going to call him Glenn. You
1: probably get the back of a knock that I would think he would actually hit you. I just no. meant like growing up, like, I, would, I mean, he, you know, f- we always say it, adults, like, that'd be super rude and sure. just, he was also my gym teacher. He didn't hit anybody. So, <laughs> he
0: was also my teacher, though. So that was kind of a weird dynamic. So, I guess,
1: yeah. You know. Yeah. That'd be, that'd be really weird. I feel like that's a weird thing for, for kids to do with their parents, even though I know it's like more and more. Common oh to call nowadays? their parents by
0: their first name instead of yeah. like mom or dad yeah it, mm. I don't know
1: i I couldn't I wouldn't want to try that on it just I don't that's think weird feel good I'm
0: 36 and I still call my mom mom yeah I don't say her first name
1: yeah yeah no. I don't know nope excuse me no judging though I mean lots of people do it
0: yeah I mean if that's that's what you're into I mean uh all the power to you I don't know. I don't know, kids. I don't know what that relationship's like on the other way around.
1: Um,
0: I certainly don't want Memphis calling me Phil. That would be weird.
1: (laughs) I think I'm going to have to leave you for a second. Where are you going? I didn't account for the fact that I might need a tissue while we're, we're recording. Oh,
0: God. Here we go. Okay, we're back.
1: Sorry about that. I am experiencing um as is memphis some crazy allergies like by the way difficult
0: that's going to be weird for the people watching the video because since i paused the audio recording there won't be any audio for that (laughs) period so they just see me waving my arms and stuff that's normal there wasn't any audio sorry yeah so what else about summer
1: Um, well, allergies, (laughs) that's not what this podcast is about, but we might as well say it. Poor old Memphis, excuse me, had to go back on his meds and, um, it's actually a pretty common thing, um, for dogs to have allergies. I was surprised, but as the years have gone on, um, talking to other people, it absolutely 100% is more common than I ever would have guessed. And, uh, yeah,
0: they're particularly intense this year. Oh, yeah. That poor it's boy.
1: just been crazy. So right now he's like on some heavy-duty stuff to get him balanced out. And uh, then hopefully, he, hopefully he'll just go back on his point. And um, I should probably take some of his pills because I'm not <laughs> taking anything. I just sometimes I try to do like nettle tea or something like that. But uh, I, I always say every year I'm going to get black human oil to see if that's going to help. And um, I always forget and it ends up being really hard fun.
0: You say black human oil?
1: Now, that, that would be really awful, truly. Like, oh, if I meant I was the oil like, was black, not the people were black. Oh, I thought you meant like it was coming from humans. No, black cumin. That that's even Could more. Could you imagine? Oh my God. Imagine if I just found out the secret that I was using some crazy Ew. oil made from humans. <sighs> <sighs> Slewem
0: is people. Ooh.
1: Anyway, yeah. So, like we were saying, it's been hot here. And, yeah, so I just think... Um, there's been a lot of, uh, we listen to lots of different podcasts and stuff like that. And uh, just a lot of, uh, a lot of them right now are talking about, you know, stuff to do with uh, the products that are out there for us to protect ourselves against being, uh, you know, in the sun and sun rays and supposedly to protect against cancer, like skin cancers and stuff like that. And, yeah, UV
0: exposure.
1: Yeah, and, uh, you know, in in light of What do you mean news, supposedly to
0: protect us against well, skin I'll cancer? Well, get, I'll
1: get back to that. So um, it's not what you think. It's I'm not.
0: Are like, you a skin cancer denier? No,
1: no, that's why I said it's not. It's not like you think. But anyway, um, yeah, so, uh, geez, man, can I say uh, anymore? But anyways. Uh, there are, Uh. (laughs) no, I'll never stop saying it. There's. Well, now
0: that you brought attention to it, everyone's thinking it now. If you hadn't said anything, then maybe everything would have been okay. But now that's all anyone can think about.
1: In light of recent news, there's been like (laughs) things they have found in. Uh, damn it. (laughs) (laughs) Ah. No, man. Um, SPFs, but also just regular makeup. Like there's like PFAs and or PFAs or PFSAs? Anyway, I can't remember. It's bad, bad stuff. And so I kind of started going down this rabbit hole because mm-hmm. as you know, Phil and I are vegan and I wanna make sure any kind of sunscreen that we get is good for the environment, uh, you know, cruelty free, re really friendly does what it's supposed to do, doesn't cost a crazy amount of insane money, the packaging isn't terrible for the environment, Uh, we don't have to order it from the other side of the planet, and, you know, and it's vegan.
0: And even if you don't live beside a tropical coral reef area, you should still buy reef-friendly sunscreen, because there's, just because it's It's friendly to to reefs, it's also friendly to other life in the water.
1: Yeah, yeah, I mean, really, we should be thinking about that for anything, because everything that goes into the water ends up back in the ground. Like, it doesn't just magically disappear.
0: Yeah, even like it totally blew my mind when I um, I read all that stuff about um, all our medications that we pee out, like yeah. our overly medicated society is peeing out all this excess medication and then it would actually have an effect on the water. And I remember... The one example I remembered was they did a study of the Thames in England and they were actually able to see, uh, trend patterns of what kind of drugs people were doing throughout the week. Oh yeah. And on, on the weekend there was like a major spike of, um, oh, what was it? I think they determined that like
1: probably weed,
0: um, they determined that like cocaine was ecstasy, like maybe? was like an all week drug. Like people that are doing cocaine are like just doing cocaine all the time. And um but then there was like yeah, party drugs and stuff that were like spiking on the mm-hmm. weekends. Um and it was actually a measurable tangible and significant difference to the actual water <laughs> like the water that was being released from the sewer system. It's crazy. Yeah.
1: And I mean like Yeah, so everything. I mean, that's why the microbead, microplastic beads that are in exfoliators and And, toothpaste. And antidepressants in a big
0: way are in the water.
1: you know, the lead and... Hormones. All kinds of, yeah, there's just like, in makeup and anyway, everything. So we should just be cognizant of that and how it disrupts the the natural balance of life in the ocean.
0: Yeah, Uh, and our rivers and um, freshwater resources and stuff.
1: So, yeah, so I had been listening to, um, there's a podcast I want affiliated with, I guess, My Body Green, and it's called Green, uh, Green, it's called Clean Beauty School. And uh, Alexandra, what's her last name? I wrote down. Angler, I think it is. Um, she had this science journalist, George Zayden, or Zayden, I can't remember how to say it, um, on, and they were talking about SPFs, and so they were saying how, Because I I always wear SPF on my face all the time, Um, and I used to on my body, but I just started finding it harder and harder to find products that met all the criteria that would allow me to always wear it on my body in like a body lotion or whatever because we don't think about certain parts of our body all the time that should be covered like for example a lot of people don't think about like you wear sunglasses but like the skin around your eyes it's exposed is very fragile like your eye skin is very fragile anyways um wait a minute you're saying that everybody
0: you're saying that some people when they apply sunscreen they apply it like around the area that their sunglasses are well like, people don't, don't you put it on their without no, the glasses on. People
1: don't. A lot of people don't apply it on like here no. or they assume because they have eyeglasses on like sunglasses, they don't think of making sure that they get it to where your side glasses end. Like you oh. like, unless you have oversized you just, wrap around. I
0: thought you just go to town on your whole face. Just,
1: well, I'll get to that. What you're supposed to do, okay? But um which we don't do. But like ears, like lots of times people don't think about their ears or or oh, putting I your do. hair up. I get you it don't all inside. Your, and
0: I get it all neck. in there.
1: Like you should get it there. Your let's say you don't have a hat on or you're in a pool or something. Your hairline. Now I don't know if anybody out there has ever oh, had yeah, a sunburn with eh? a hairline, like
0: just the, that red uh, line. I've definitely had. That.
1: Yeah, speaking from experience as a child. Whose entire family could tan and tan beautifully, and I just would burst into flames. I've had terrible terrible sunburns like i I could have been super young, and I tell you, I very clearly remember the the pain and like when it happened, and just the ginger yeah, heart, just everything like it was just really. Was really crazy, you know, like really bad. Some of the ones that I had, but anyways, yeah, getting your your scalp burned is very unpleasant, and then the healing process is so gross too because then you're like flaking because you're it starts to peel, right? Mm-hmm,
0: like, and everybody at heal. school says you have leprosy, and then you become a social oh, I don't, outcast, nah, and then I don't you go know down that stuff. But anyway, spiral and started taking the drugs anyway, that they the find in th- the River Thames later, and then the ecosystem gets destroyed and then you get depressed because of that and then before you know it, you're eating all kinds of ice cream (laughs) and then before you know it you end up dissected and shown to students because you (laughs) led a horrible life and they're looking at your fatty organs
1: nice nice nice. way to throw the dairy industry right in there under the bus too. (laughs) good job babe
0: yeah you're welcome
1: um but yeah like there's things all year round that you need to think of like if you're sitting near windows or driving a lot in your car or whatever it's not just your your face but also you know anything that's exposed and particularly the back of our hands tend to get it really bad and like your hands are like the first thing to kind of start showing signs aging because we don't really think about them we don't protect them that much
0: I I like a good weathered hand (laughs) you know
1: okay Good to know. Okay, I'll make sure that I do a lot of manual labor before I lay mine on you. <laughs> no, I
0: mean for myself. I think it, uh, Whoa, my hands are maybe.
1: This ain't that kind of podcast, buddy. <laughs> you know,
0: I'm maybe my hands are a little too soft. You know what I mean? Like all this electronics and stuff, it's making me. You know, I need to up my man game and embrace your soda. sex tape. Yeah. <laughs> oh, geez.
1: Um. Yeah. Anyway, so they were talking about uh, they were talking about all the times that you should use it and. And, and I've just been – I've been struggling because it's hard. It's really hard to find something that checks off all the boxes and, like, why you need to be careful just for the – like we were talking about for the environment, but there's also stuff in a lot of these uh, sunscreens that can make you sick. Like, they, they're, like, hormone disruptors or neurotoxins or, you know, like they – I don't know. They just – have like bad allergens in them or something. And so I try to avoid all these things. And a lot of the times, uh, you end up with a natural, well, actually I think they call them, they call those ones physical. I might not be saying that right. Or maybe it's because there's physical sunscreen and chemical sunscreen. Anyways, you got to listen to the podcast because I don't know all the ins and outs, but, um, basically a lot of the, the quote unquote natural ones, which are more like zinc oxide, actually, I guess that would be chemical because it's titanium dioxide, right? Um, that would be considered chemical, not physical. No,
0: no, because the titanium dioxide, it's a physical barrier. Okay. It's making a physical. Anyways,
1: as we know, zinc is very, very white casting. And so it can be quite uh, difficult to find something that doesn't make you look like a ghost. So lots of times when you're looking for, not that there's anything wrong with looking like a ghost. Yeah, unless that's your thing. Right. Yeah. Um, But also it'll tend to get off on your clothing and that kind of stuff, which can suck because you should also be wearing dark clothes. Like I personally always wanted light clothes in the summer because. Or
0: clothes that's rated with an SPF rating. Yeah,
1: yeah. So then I went down the whole rabbit hole of clothes that are UPF rated.
0: You know, I need to look up like a Google image search of like what a rabbit hole is because I like. Everybody says all these rabbit holes. Well, Alice in Wonderland fell down the rabbit hole. I know, but how big are rabbit holes? Are are they like these crazy networks of...
1: Infinite. Infinite.
0: Like, and I want to know, is a prairie dog hole more elaborate and intricate than a a rabbit hole? Because if it is, then maybe we should be saying, I went down a prairie dog hole. But I think
1: it comes from Alice in Wonderland.
0: Yeah, but like Alice in Wonderland was obviously written by someone on LSD or something like... I don't know if we should be taking that as like our prime example for how we're going to, you know, make expressions for the rest of our life.
1: I think it was just like when you see a movie or you read a book (laughs) and it it just becomes an expression. She
0: went down that rabbit hole and then it was a whole story in and of itself, even though she was just like stoned out of her mind the whole time.
1: Sure. Okay. Um yeah anyway so that's those are also difficult things to find because then you want to like find a company that's got clothing that's upf and you want to see if it's like how long can you wear it and wash it before it's no longer really protecting um and they were saying how like uh well this was i don't think this had anything to do with the podcast sorry i got sidetracked by you but i think i read this about how or or heard it on something else that dark blue is like the best color to wear um and uh, yeah, so then you is the co- company sustainable uh, you know, is it environmentally friendly is you know it is, it is like sweatshop. all the things, yeah, so just it's 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 you know stuff that is important, but it can become a lot and then, but it does take you a long time to like you're not just gonna go out and buy something quickly, so like on the plus side, like obviously. There's all the pros of like doing things that are good for humankind and good for you know the environment and everything, but then it just kind of slows you down because you can't just go and like grab something really quick. Like it makes you think about what you're buying. It's really truly a conscious, you know, purchase. Um, but getting back to the uh, sunscreens, um, you want something that when you put it on, it doesn't get absorbed into your skin in the sense that like a nanoparticle would because that stuff you don't want it going in your body and messing around with your you know your gen i don't want to say genetic makeup but your you know your body stuff <laughs> so
0: some sunscreens have nanoparticles and right you don't want that because it's going to go inside of your body you yeah. want the sunscreen that's going to sit on top of your skin
1: non-nanoparticle and then wash off yeah and and this is kind email. of like
0: the deodorant thing, where you're not supposed to wear deodorant. Oh, with with aluminum. Like, yeah, is that like because it gets absorbed into your yeah, skin? Yeah, that gets absorbed
1: into your skin. Cause cancer or something? And uh, well, I mean, there was thought that it's like absorbing absorbing aluminum. Anyways, was thought to not be. They were trying to link it to like Alzheimer's, and also for women like breast cancer because you know your lymph nodes, lymph nodes, and stuff. Um, I'm not really sure what the percentages were in their studies that they did, but I don't use any of that stuff anyway. So cool. Me too. Yeah. I'm ha- very happy with our non-sponsored native deodorant, which I absolutely love because they have plastic free option and it's pretty sweet. I don't like their toothpaste too.
0: Full disclosure.
1: And I'm hoping, I'm hoping that they're going to put their shower gel in a, in a Different kind of packaging, even though I think their packaging is derived from sugarcane. I might be wrong about that, but um, it'd be great if they could also put those in in some kind of biodegradable paper.
0: Yeah. So full disclosure, I did get a native deodorant with like the cardboard packaging so that you can recycle it or whatever, uh, which I'm totally down with because it doesn't make sense to be using all these plastic yeah. containers to have deodorant, it's such a consumable item. It doesn't make any sense, but. I hate it. I hate the applicator. I hate using it. And yeah. if anybody from Natives listening, I think it would be great if you could do. I know probably it's not everybody's bag, but I would be completely content with a peel away. You know, like when you have like a yeah an yeah, industrial yeah, 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 yeah. pencil, like or yeah, whatever, yeah, like a tube, and you just have a peel, yeah. and I could and and just make it so that the wrapper is spiraled already, and then you can just unwrap it as yep. as you use it and that way it wouldn't be slipping all over the place you would just be able to grip the side of the wrapper and unwrap it yeah and the wrapper could be compostable and i would be down for that you
1: should totally write them and put that out there
0: yeah so and if native wants to sponsor us that'd be cool too
1: because the current delivery method is very much the standard of i hate it paper uh i'll or do cardboard it i'll deodorants. do it for the
0: environment but i hate it and I, I really like the smell and it's like, yeah. it is, it isn't actually a very good de- I deodorant. Mean,
1: it can be kind of complicated because the underneath where you, you have to like push up the deodorant. Like if you push it up too far, when you go to put the cap on, sometimes the cap, because it's it's gotten like the shape has gotten a bit distorted. Yeah. The cap doesn't fit back on, to, so it kinda mushes it down. You have to grip but, the
0: side super hard or you have to do weird finger yoga to like hold the thing up while you well, press it against your arm. Right. Armpit. But there like, is a
1: sweet spot where you don't have to do that anymore and it'll just kinda sit there. But huh. yeah, I mean it it's it that's about the only bad thing I can think about it because honestly I'm very sensitive when it comes to deodorant and um this one I had gotten their sensitive one thinking I wasn't going to be able to use the baking soda one and I'd have to just alternate a lot. And it turns out that I can even use the baking soda one when I shave. It's really not a big deal. Like it really doesn't bother me at all. I mean, it took some time getting used to it, but I'm really glad I did. And they have really nice scents. I got to say like really just
0: yeah, they, cool they, they Like, they and right it again. changes
1: a lot and they do a lot of sales and stuff like that. So yeah, you know, I'm ordering it, but, um, you know, it lasts me a long time. The only thing I got to remember is not to leave it in the bathroom if the bathroom's not going to have the fan on or the window open or the air conditioning because if it gets too hot, it'll melt. But that's like any coconut oil, like natural kind of deodorant or anything formed like that. The same thing happens. Probably would happen with regular regular deodorant too if you left it in the sun.
0: Right. I don't know where Squamish is, but we should go to Backcountry Brewing because this is awesome.
1: Yeah, it's delicious um sorry that was weird (laughs) that was a weird segue it's okay but why was i i was talking about the clothing
0: yeah you were talking about clothing with um some protection in it and um oh you mentioned something important which is that like after a certain number of washes and stuff it doesn't have the same protection that you used to it's still good to even if your clothing isn't rated for sun protection, it's still good to cover up yeah. as opposed to not covering up yeah. if you're going to be spending a ton of time in the sun.
1: Yeah. Cause I actually started to notice, um, I started to have some weird kind of like, I don't know if I'm having like an allergy to the sun and I've just never been in like living somewhere where it i'm like in it as often as i am right now Mm -hmm. and just the intensity of it so or a heat rash or something so i'm kind of trying to figure if that's what that is but
0: i'm I'm a big fan of water shirts and stuff like water sport clothing and um if you're a military member heli hansen has a crazy sick military discount program go check their website
1: cool yeah
0: and outdoor research I'm like, also I has an amazing military discount. I didn't
1: discount. do my research on that company, so I'm not really oh, sure. Oh, Heli right
0: Hansen? Now. Yeah. I don't know if it's vegan or ethical yeah. or what. I haven't bought anything yet, but I know they have an amazing military discount. And Outdoor Research has an awesome military discount, and they have uh, all kinds of clothing that specifically has, like, sun ratings and stuff on them. So.
1: Yeah.
0: Cool. I bought this one shirt from them that I like so much that I bought a second one, which you're aware of, but
1: yeah, yeah, no, they are. They're very nice. Um, yeah, they're girl stuff. I'm not super, I shouldn't say girl stuff, but like the other options are not mm-hmm. something that really, um, call to me. Yeah. And I just find that, uh, I know people are like, Oh, I'll just get a small and, um, you know, in the men's section or whatever, but
0: doesn't fit the same. It just
1: really doesn't. Like, I'm really starting to learn that you can't just do that because it's just, yeah, I don't know why. On me, anyways, it just doesn't sit right on me, and it's not great.
0: I love these shorts, too. When they get back in stock, I'm going to get me and my new buddy a pair. We're going to get matching oh, shorts.
1: Oh, my gosh.
0: Wow. Oops, sorry. Sorry. Um,
1: anyway, the thing you need to know about the SPF. This is why it's important. You can't be
0: best buddies if you don't have matching clothes. Like it's not a weird thing. I'm sure all people out there don't think it's weird.
1: I'm just trying to imagine how as a as a woman, girl growing up, like the be all end all situation that would happen when two girls would show up at school dressed in the same thing or at a party dress, and like, God forbid, they were enemies. Or, or even, like, both interested in the same guy or something like that and you wore the same outfit. It's just so funny, you know? God.
0: Like, yeah, but for I a guy. I would not
1: be like, oh, yeah, I want my friend to have a... <laughs> for a guy,
0: it means that we're both cool. We're both on the same team. Like, we're both, you know, like, it's Except, like...
1: Except... Oh, sorry. I didn't mean to say
0: I mean, unless it's like, I don't know. I guess if it was, like, some kind of very super unique thing no it would still be cool it would still be awesome
1: i mean we have stuff like that but you know
0: yeah and it means like you know we're on the same team we're coordinated <laughs> we're,
1: I, w- I will say when i was when i was younger um my grade six graduation my bestest friend ever Grade
0: six graduation what is that
1: well my school ended in grade six
0: no but like you guys had like a dance or something or like a, sp- a big special yeah event?
1: You went from elementary school to junior high. It was like a big.
0: I don't know that we did that. You,
1: I, you guys didn't do that. You got your schools didn't work the same way.
0: Well, no, I, we f- uh, we finished elementary school in grade six in Quebec.
1: And did you change buildings? Yeah. Oh, so I don't know. Like us, I don't remember
0: having a thing. I mean, like a party. Yeah, or yeah,
1: anything. yeah. Plus, everybody splits up because, well, where I lived, anyways, you were you were zoned to go. To different schools. So. Oh no, we
0: all just our schools were literally right beside each other.
1: Oh yeah, no, no, so no. So no, we no. just went next our, door. My elementary school just up the hill was the high school, so there was no like intermingling there. Like that was not happening because you usually went to well, at least like the junior high that I went to, um, it was grade seven, eight, nine. So then you had a little thing again. And then you did high school ten eleven twelve, but I know there were probably maybe Catholic schools that didn't do that and went straight like longer no oh. I'm not sure, but anyways yeah, we my just did seven eight, nine, 10, 11. childhood friend uh yeah. Nadia had uh we both had the same pattern dress, and that was totally totally fine, and she had hers in pink, a really pretty pink color on her because she was uh kind of dark a little bit um. She's Korean, and she just had, like, she's just gorgeous. Anyway, and then my pasty ass was uh, in a mint green, which, looking back, may not have been the smartest move for somebody that was already super pale. Wow. Well,
0: <laughs>
1: and my, color. I think it was number 54 and number 59 faces lipstick. We used to call it laser lips because it was, like, this shiny foil pink lipstick that, if you're like ever all the girls
0: if you're ever like a, a porn star or something i think laser lip should be your <laughs> your special name
1: well i think i've <laughs> i think I, I think i'm beyond that like i don't think that's in the works anyways um yeah so the most important thing about spf that we keep getting away from i keep trying to like rein it back in
0: hey whatever you say laser lips
1: <laughs> um is that when you put it on, so first of all, the whole thing about SPF, and like I said, go listen to this podcast. Uh, um, again, it's the Clean Beauty School podcast um, with Alexander Engler and George Zayden or Zayden. You're supposed to use enough that when you put it on, you just put it on mm-hmm. and then you leave it and you wait 15 minutes. You don't just immediately start rubbing it in when you put it on. And and the okay, it's but you have kind to spread
0: of, it, right?
1: Well, yes, but you leave it in a thick layer, right? And you're—it's almost like butter how you're supposed to use it. It's not comfortable, but if we did it like that, then we would be getting. What do you
0: mean, like butter? What is what is that? Like mean?
1: meaning, like like when you put butter on bread, you don't put it on and then rub it in so much that you can't see it anymore.
0: No, but like it melts in, or
1: well, you're not supposed to be putting it on your body when you're already so hot that you're melting i mean the well, no, but point I'm is,
0: trying to understand anyways that
1: brings me to how my I'm other point i'm supposed to
0: spread the lotion like
1: well you still spread it you just don't you put a thick layer on and i then know but you how you it.
0: spread it without rubbing it in
1: because if you wait 15 minutes a lot of it will already kind of just you know sink into the top i guess layer or whatever it'll okay dissipate. so i just
0: very lightly spread wait. it without Trying not to rub it in. I just yeah. want to put like more than I think is necessary.
1: Yes. Well, it's important to look up how much you're supposed to be using because the problem is people say, oh, you're supposed to be using a shot glass. And they put it on and they smear it in. Is that
0: how millennials measure things? Now? And
1: they and this is like in a long time, glasses? I think they would say, like, how much you're supposed to use. They would measure it by a shot glass. But, anyways, you go out in the sun. So now you're thinking, oh, I have this. SPF 50 on so that means I can stay out in the sun like 50 times longer or 50 times extra minutes than I could if you know I didn't have anything on at all but that's not it when they when they come up with these SPF ratings right um, I might be getting some stuff wrong here but just bear with me Um, basically it's not telling you like this is how long you can stay out in the sun and you're protected for this amount of time the whole point of spf is your sun burn protection factor so it's how long you can go out with before getting or being in the, exposed to what's going to burn you and it's not necessarily going to give you a whole extra time that you can stay out there and not be not burned and still you're still going to have damaging effects by uva and uvb rays right like you can not burn and you're getting a tan, but that's not healthy. You're not supposed to be doing damage to your, to your like skin, right? Like unexposed. I mean, I do believe that there's a thing of maybe having like a uh, exposure unprotected for like 10 minutes a day, but we're not talking like peak sun hours you know like the whole point of that is to make sure you get some vitamin d naturally and it's not like you're out there burning yourself like yeah, you but can't how
0: are you supposed to be cool if you can't get a suntan
1: <laughs> okay <laughs> by the way
0: i'm a millennial and i've been thinking about it and i think shot glasses are a legitimate method of measurement
1: yeah but i think this goes way beyond millenni- millennial i know but i just wanted to put that
0: out there okay i just wanted people to know I, that i'm think allowed to I make think fun they of millennials should be going by jiggers. as a millennial <laughs> I think that word it shouldn't a be used term just because like just in case someone heard you say it too fast or something Jigger? yes could you please stop saying it's it? it's
1: with a j <laughs> jesus
0: oh my god
1: oh my god j isn't jesus. <laughs> no,
0: jesus
1: oh here we go anyway um yeah so that's the whole thing you're supposed to wait <laughs> you're supposed to wait 15 minutes Um, Before you, you know, continue on your merry way. And you should definitely not be thinking that you're, now that you've got it on, that you can just relax and stay out. The every two hours application thing is absolutely we should be doing. And most people probably don't. So combining it with wearing the appropriate clothing um, should help. Uh, That being said, the whole thing about the SPF factor, he was explaining it. It's like 3% and not like... Like 3% longer that you can stay out or something Compared to being unprotected And if you put it on correctly um,
0: Can you give us the cliff notes On like what SPF rating You should be shooting for
1: Well this is the thing For a long time they've been saying That it doesn't matter if you go over 30 That anything over 30 is I want to know about all
0: it. the he- hearsay no. I want to know what the legit You thing should is. get
1: as high as you can
0: Okay so, Over 50
1: Yeah, if you can get it. But, I mean, not to the detriment of using nastiness on your body, right? And so you want to stick with a clean sunscreen. And if you have some white cast, well, you know, I don't know, man. Like, put some tinted makeup on over yourself if you got to. But don't – who cares about the white cast? You want to protect yourself.
0: Okay. Cool.
1: And if anybody out there has any great suggestions, um, I just – I just finished using Ava Isa. I don't know if anybody's seen that. I think it's called Ava Isa. Anyways, those are like sun serum drops. So it's very thin, um, but when you put it on, it's like a white. Um, it kind of leaves a sheen. It doesn't really leave a white cast, but I went through that bottle way too fast. So as much as I was like thinking, oh, this is really.
0: All right, wait a minute. What is a sun serum? Like, what does that mean?
1: It's not a cream, it's thinner than a lotion. It's drops. You literally Okay,
0: so why would I want to use that instead of sunscreen?
1: Well, it is sunscreen. It's just in droplet form.
0: But it's thinner than a lotion?
1: Well So it's like a it's like a It's like concentrated in a bottle.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Juicing my face. I don't know, like how liquidy is it?
1: I mean, it's hard for me to explain because I'm like, it's a serum. It's What's like, the viscosity
0: of a serum compared to like, um Like, is it still probably spreadable like CBD oil, or is it like just like even water? even maybe
1: a little bit thinner than that. Oh. No, not like water. Oh my God. Thicker than water. Thicker well, than water.
0: If you said it's thinner than CBD like, oil. It didn't like
1: immediately run down my face when I put it okay. on. The only thing is it got really gritty too when I was rubbing it in and I, I didn't like that
0: So it is, is it easier to apply?
1: Yeah, it's a lot easier, and I didn't break out, and that was the pluses, and it didn't really leave a crazy white cast. Um, like, on someone that that was naturally darker than me, it probably would make you look like you had, like, a glow, whereas I just kind of looked like I had the blue light from a TV on a <laughs> snow <laughs> station. You know what I mean? When it's all doing the snow, like yeah. you're not on a station. Yeah just like reflected on my face that's pretty much it but yeah and it didn't smell bad but it it was really expensive i went through it way too fast and um unfortunately it just uh is not gonna not gonna work so i was at shoppers earlier and someone a lady that was there janet very nice lady she suggested for me to try the lotus aroma who do i believe uh essential oils usually and i think they're just breaking out in the skin gear thing so i looked on the back it said it was reef friendly uh natural clean vegan cruelty free so i was like i'm gonna go for it i'm gonna try it see see how that works and it was definitely less expensive so cool more economical as well yeah cool cool so that's that um
0: i want to tell people about my project
1: oh go go for it
0: i'm having a midlife crisis I'm 36 years old, and that's theoretically close to my midlife. So I feel like I'm entitled to have a midlife crisis. I'm not ashamed to say that, like, I've been feeling a bit down lately. Um, I'm not going to shy away from, like, mental health topics and stuff. I'm not going to get into the details or whatever, but I haven't been feeling my best self, you know? I haven't been feeling that positive about the world and about, like, things, you know. So um I was getting pretty down and um at some point I decided I was thinking about it and thinking about it and like I talked to Lethe about it a little bit and kinda you know rolled the idea around in my head a little bit and then I I finally committed to it like two days ago. And ever since I committed to this idea, this project, like I feel completely renewed, you know, like I feel really exhilarated about it. Like I'm like, I, I couldn't even sleep. Like it's I, true.
1: He Thursday
0: night, I had, I had an exam the next morning this. and like, I just couldn't sleep. I was, I went to bed and I had just committed to it. And like, I had all these ideas in my head and I just kept thinking of all this stuff. And I like, was thinking about like, Noise filtering (laughs) capacitors, and I was thinking about DC power sources super
1: late last uh, night, aviation
0: circuit breakers, and lights
1: on. And I'm like, All right, he's gonna turn off the light. And then Phil's like, like, What are you doing? You're like, I'm thinking about wires. I'm like, (laughs)
0: Oh my god, thinking about like wire labeling and how I'm gonna do it. So, all right, so let me tell you guys just very briefly, very, very briefly, because what I'm gonna be doing it's my midlife crisis project and i decided that after all this time of watching youtube and learning things from youtube and whatever and not feeling like i had anything to contribute i finally have something to contribute so i have skills um in electronics through work and i can i can show people what i'm doing because for selfish reasons, I can get people's feedback and get better ideas than the ideas I could come up with on my own.
1: That's not selfish. That's just growing and learning.
0: Yeah. But like, like, you know what I mean? Like I'm putting in the work, but like hoping somehow to get like a reward for it by getting oh, like, okay. by having people give me their great ideas. You know what I mean? Right. Like as a collaborative effort, you mm-hmm. know, and stealing their free brain power, you know? Um, but providing entertainment and stuff. So it's a fair exchange anyway. So um, yeah, so I, I, I'm going to be recording my process. Um, there's not going to be a set schedule or anything, but I'm going to make videos as I go along. And part of the videos is I'm going to actually really explain how I'm setting it up, how I'm hooking everything together, how I'm um, going through it and building it and whatever. And uh, so, yeah, so you can check it out on YouTube anyway Um, at some point. I'll let you know once it's up or whatever in the next episode. Uh, But anyway, I'm doing a shack in a box, which is a ham radio thing. So amateur radio. I have my ham radio license for anyone that didn't know. And um, my call sign is super cute because Alethe and I have this thing where uh, I had like a
1: you're going to tell people?
0: Yeah. Well, why not? I should tell them. Okay. So like right in the early days when we were dating and stuff and texting and whatever, um, like we were doing like XOXO and whatever, but then I sent a message one time, I believe that said XOXOZ and I think it was a typo and then she said, what's the Z or whatever? And I'm like, oh, it's like hugs, kisses and like the extra stuff, like the <laughs> other, <laughs> the other things, you know? So then, it like became like our thing. So now we always do XOXOZ. And so when I moved to BC, and I was able to choose a new call sign, you can the first three digits of your call sign are the region, but the last three letters are you can pick them as long as they're not taken. So I picked XOZ. So my call sign is VA7XOZ. So it's kind of like a little tribute to. You know, Alethea and our relationship and stuff. So it's pretty cute, and
1: and it helps me find the car. Yeah, because I'm terrible. (laughs) I I legit will come out of any store business (laughs) that I've frequented and immediately not remember where I parked the car. It's it's really bad because every time I'm like, well, first I have to tell them how that
0: makes sense. So it makes sense because I have a license plate with my call sign on it, which isn't a personalized license plate. If you have an amateur radio license, um, you can just go down to, in my case, it was ICBC, and you just give them your certificate and they give you your, um, they actually give you a license plate with your call sign on it for free, which is pretty, I think it's pretty badass. but yeah, it's kind of no, nerdy. That's cool. It's kind of like nerdy, I, I guess, but cool. But I think it's pretty cool. And yeah. then that way, all the other hams in the neighborhood know that you're a ham, like when they see your car. No, you like,
1: can ham it up.
0: <laughs> so, yeah, so sometimes I'll be driving around and I'll see another call sign license plate and I'll be like oh it's one of my boys or one of my girls or whatever you know one of my peeps Um. anyway so a shack in a box is when you take a radio and a hammer uh, HF radio usually or a VHF UHF radio anyway an amateur band radio and you mount it inside of a box and then usually you have like a battery power supply and you know, other accessories and things. And you, you basically have like a ham shack because most hams have their own little shack somewhere or like it could be their garage or their workshop or whatever, but they call it their ham shack, their radio shack, which is where the radio shack name came from. And, um,
1: Uh (laughs)
0: so, uh, Anyway, they usually have their shack. So instead of having a whole setup on a desk or whatever in their shack, it's a shack in a box. So it just makes it portable so you can bring your whole setup with you.
1: I keep I keep thinking dick in a box. I'm sorry. That's okay. every time you say it.
0: But um, I'm going to do something really special with my shack in a box. It's not just going to be a regular shack in a box. I'm going to do it with aviation spec wiring. I'm going to do everything aviation level for like the circuit breakers and the wiring and the way that the wiring is labeled and the tying, and it's going to be a work of art. And, um, I'm also going to do it in a retro aviation style because the CC one, one, five Buffalo is retiring this year. It's Mm -hmm. the, uh, search and rescue big yellow plane that they fly in Comox and, uh, it's retiring and they're putting it in museums and decommissioning them right now. And, uh, having worked on that plane in the past, I thought that it would be really cool to do like a nod or like a trip more than a nod, a tribute to the Buffalo. And I'm going to get like a yellow case. I'm going to, yes, a salute to the Buffalo. So I'm going to get a yellow case. I'm going to put the red and white lightning, symbol on the side i'm gonna get like my call sign but i'm gonna put like a buffalo logo or something Mm -hmm. on it and i'm gonna do it in the right colors and stuff and you know put some i'm gonna make sure that there's the appropriate like buffalo style stuff on it and then on the inside instead of doing like regular like automobile level circuit breakers and whatever i'm doing it all aircraft so it's going to look like an actual inside an aircraft and aircraft panels and stuff and whatever. But I'm trying to find as much as possible like commercial equivalents of the aircraft stuff because aircraft stuff's really expensive. So I'm not going to be able to like fully, fully make it aircraft grade, but I'm going to try my best to get the styling as much aircraft grade as possible and make it like really feel aircrafty you know inside like i i want it to feel like an aircraft control panel and um i'm just pouring everything that i have into this i'm just like i'm so excited and so focused and so passionate about it and it it works out perfectly because my new friend is really into electronics and arduino and all that stuff too so he's (laughs) been helping me like crazy helping me source like You know bulkhead connectors and all kinds of stuff, and figure out how I'm gonna, you know, fuse everything or you know connect everything, and give me really great ideas for how I'm gonna assemble it and stuff. So, anyway, I'm really excited. I'm gonna learn. I'm gonna learn a lot doing this project.
1: So I think it's safe to say we know what Phil's gonna be doing all summer long. Oh,
0: all summer. That's how
1: you're gonna be beating the heat because, as we've mentioned earlier, he is not a fan of swimming.
0: Well. I like swimming when What I'm about bi- when you were younger? When, when I'm by myself, I like swimming. I don't like swimming in public.
1: So when you were younger...
0: I had a pool in my backyard, and I loved swimming in my pool.
1: But, like, what about... Did you ever go to, like, um, like beaches? No. Really? That's, like, one of my favorite memories when I was younger. Like, We'd we went like, to Mexico. No, no. I mean, like, local stuff. Like, when I was little...
0: We went to, like, Wasega Beach I one or two with, times. I went with
1: uh, my sister's to um Holyrood, and like it wasn't that far away from the house, and I just remember it's such a typical like like in my head, I'm like imagining like you know that whole like wet, hot summer time, you know movie like the music, like kind of glam rock and all the yeah people driving up with their cars or cool cars, and um but yeah, we'd go up to wa- this place called Holyrood, and it was like a big watering hole, well, it looked like it was. Like, it was in the ground, but it had been manipulated by man. So, like, there were stairs like... Were you like, in,
0: like, one of those quarry pools or something?
1: It wasn't a quarry. Oh,
0: okay. All right.
1: No, no, it, like, went out into the lake. Like, if you kept going...
0: Oh, okay, it would was open a lake, up. okay. I
1: open up into something, I think, but, like, there was, a, like, a rivery. I don't know, not a river, that's not right. (laughs) (laughs) But anyways, like the thinner, narrow, sorry, the narrower part Uh was where the the pool was, pool. And it, you know, it went from shallower to deep. And there was like rocks and stuff in there. But there was stuff around the sides to kind of keep everything closed in. And like you could walk down in the very beginning of it for the younger kids or whatever, like with steps. But then eventually, like you weren't in pool like there wasn't any plastic or like bottom or you know size to it it was just
0: uh you reminded me of something and i just i'm i feel like i'm gonna explode unless i say it is that okay yeah all right so i just recently learned that uh quebec is the indigenous word for narrowing of the river Oh. So if any French Canadian tries to tell you that uh, it's pronounced a certain way or whatever, whatever, well, it's not their word anyways. It's an indigenous word, and it means narrowing up the river. So there you go. Quebec.
1: There you go. Are you saying it right? I don't know. Oh.
0: I We would have to ask <laughs> the, maybe the kind people at Oka would be able to tell us how to pronounce yeah, it properly.
1: Anyway. Yeah, I don't know. I we remember going there every year. And also.
0: Probably oh, like Quebec. Oh, yeah, because it's spelled I, K-E-B-E-C. That's like the English version of the original oh, indigenous yeah, yeah, word. Yeah, 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 So it was Quebec, uh, Quebec with a K-E-B-E-C. And then they changed it to Quebec. And I think there's an accent on there or something. But there's, I mean, there's no accent. It's not a French word. So there you go. Sorry. Oh. I, anyway, I'm. I think it's great if, because you got to remember, we're in Canada, and Canada isn't known for amazing sandy beaches and stuff. No, this it's was rocky. Rock. It, it
1: was rock. Like rocky you, beaches but you,
0: are not as fun as sandy beaches. You yeah, know but I mean? like, like this
1: place, you didn't have to like walk on the rocks. You could just jump in, and then you were in. I mean, it was oh, cold. Okay, okay. It wasn't like a pool, like in the sense, like it wasn't heated or anything like that. And you still yeah. had to be careful because there's places that you could. You know, I mean, I don't, I don't know. I'm sure people dived in there. I never dived, but like there was at some point the actual natural rock in the ground started to come up. It was not a beach. We did have a sunshine camp um, beach.
0: What the hell is a sunshine camp? It was called
1: sunshine camp. It was like the, like a beach and it was pretty rocky. They tried bringing in sand, but I actually preferred it when it was all the little tiny rocks rather than the sand, because I don't know. At one point the sand got really weird and it didn't seem like natural sand anymore but i went night swimming there i used to go there for day camp when i was younger and then as i got older like yeah we would go out there instead of going to holyrood um but because it was closer but like um that was like a big lake i think it was a lake anyway i still
0: don't know what a sunshine camp is
1: the name of the place was sunshine camp
0: Oh, okay. It's so like it's Sunshine, not like a...
1: Sunshine Park, I guess, but I used to go to the camping. Oh, it was just camp. called
0: Sunshine Camp. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I thought there that was like, was like a thing that it. Newfoundlanders did. No, 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 no. You and know, we pitched the Sunshine Camp. There was like
1: the forest, so we used to go and sleep over drank there one night and during and the week, and yeah. No. But when, when I was old, older, like I love you, Newfoundlanders. School.
0: Don't be mad. I love you. I want to be with you, and I want to be an honorary Newfoundlander. I'm not... I'm I just going to ignore all this.
1: Have you ever gone swimming at night?
0: Um, yes. And I was terrified. Why? Because it's nighttime and it's even more scary because you can't like you imagine all the scary things in the water.
1: Well, you can't see anything in the water anyway.
0: I know, but it's even more scary at nighttime.
1: So you've never gone skinny dipping.
0: I have and I was terrified.
1: Is this the same time that you went night swimming? Is that that the same incident that you're talking about?
0: No, that was a different thing. I once went skinny dipping by myself.
1: Well, that doesn't sound very safe why would you do that well wait now was it in a pool
0: it was in my pool at home
1: oh well unless you're like hammered or stoned or something there
0: was actually a girl over at my house and she was supposed to come skinny dipping with me too but the pool was so cold that i ended up just being in the pool by myself and it was really awkward oh
1: because she saw your
0: no no it was just awkward (laughs) because she wouldn't come in and then i was like the only one swimming and i was trying to convince her to come swimming but like i knew it was cold and she was right for not coming in and like Anyway, nothing happened and, Aww. you know, it's for the best.
1: Yeah, I, well, I went night swimming, like I said, at Sunshine Camp uh, with a bunch of people and that was really fun. But we, years and years after that, I went uh, skinny dipping with a couple of people in like a school pool. I think it was a school pool or a park pool. Anyways, Whoa. it was outside, a public pool. That seems very daring. Well, at nighttime? Yeah. Okay, at so like you yes, snuck in super illegally. Mate.
0: It must have been illegal. I mean,
1: I don't know if you'd say snuck in because it's not like...
0: A public pool usually has lifeguards and stuff good. and hours of operation. You can't just go in the middle of the night.
1: I mean, I mean, there was just like a fence around it. It wasn't like...
0: Okay, so you broke in and...
1: I'm sure there's like a limit, <laughs> a statute of limitations on how you can, but yeah. Oh, yeah, it's like I'm lots not... Look, I'm not it.
0: I'm not trying to get you persecuted or anything. I was following anything, in the steps of my sister
1: because I will tell you... Um, there was one night that I, or one day that I got up and I wanted to borrow, uh, I think I wanted to borrow my sister's car and I went down to get her keys and she was like, oh my God, man. Okay. So when my sister, um, moved back, one of my sisters, which one Nance. So when she moved back home, right, she at one point was living downstairs. So I'll never forget like her and her boyfriend were (laughs) downstairs. And I opened up the bedroom door immediately. You didn't knock first? Well, no, I did knock first. Oh. She was out. He was out. Okay. My eyebrows, like, just burnt, like, burnt off my face. There was, the room reeked of alcohol. Like, reeked of it. Because they'd been out the night before, right? Okay, all right. And so I was, like, asking her where her keys were or... (laughs) Anyways, I guess that's what I was looking for because she... She said it was in her purse. Uh So I went and I opened her purse, and it was just like a clutch. Like, it wasn't a big purse or anything. I stuck my hand in there, started rooting around, and there was, like, wet clothes but like a wet Ew. I guess it was her underwear uh, right nothing,
0: It's wet clothes is just so gross and I was
1: like I know but I'm saying clothes like here's a little clutch and I was like what the fuck and then she she told she started laughing and she told me it's because they went swimming and then afterwards I realized this because she probably did the same thing that I did but I did it like years later um. I just mean that it, eventually I realized that she went swimming like somewhere uh-huh. yeah I think she may have even told me but yeah that was really fun but there was no like I mean, I don't think there was any kind of like ultimatum there. I mean, it wasn't just with one person; we were a few people. But oh, it's fine. Maybe got the guys were being like trying to get all the girls. I don't know. But anyway, it was. Of course, they
0: were trying to get you naked.
1: No, boy, we were in our underwear. We were in our underwear. (laughs) Nips in the moonlight. It's like the new song by uh, what's his name there, the Van Morrison.
0: (laughs) what's the song called
1: nips in the moonlight really <laughs> no i think he has another song called oh my god that uh, would have been amazing <laughs>
0: <laughs> i would be like i would be blown away if there was a song called nips in the moonlight
1: <laughs> okay 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 i'm sure there's probably maybe a song there is there called. I don't maybe know. there is
0: a song i'm gonna write it down right now <laughs> i can almost hear oh. it right now in my head
1: oh my goodness
0: it's a, it's a country Anyways, song. Anyways,
1: do you have any, um, <clears throat> any, uh, I have a song. D- no, hold on on all that. Do you have any <laughs> favorite, like, like memories in the summer? Like I said, I really enjoyed that. Yes. I have um, one
0: memory that sticks out really strong. Okay. So, um, after my dad died, my mom got my sister a cat and I got a Rottweiler, which was a horrible <laughs> That sounds
1: like an amazing combination.
0: Yeah, it was a horrible mistake. But um, I named my Rottweiler Max, and uh, he was a puppy. But um, you know, a nine-year-old is not equipped to raise a Rottweiler. Is this a sad memory? No, it's it's an amazing memory. Okay, so there was this guy Ricky. I didn't have many friends or anything. I'm not even sure that Ricky I could consider him a friend. But anyway, this guy named Ricky. It
1: sounds like the (laughs) the name of a character when you're writing a show, and like in in the like the kids got this. This friend who's like up to no good all the time or like a bully and not he looks sorry to all the Rickies out there. No. <laughs> it sounds like where this is no, going. No,
0: just wait. It's rat-tailed Ricky. So Ricky, oh. little, <laughs> little, little rat-tailed Ricky, this little shrimpy dude, he lived up my street. Okay, You
1: need to write that down that we've got to, there's, that's got to be some kind of like, like show.
0: I, I wish I knew what his last name was so I could like find to, him and contact him and make make see what happened. need to up those
1: little cartoon web, YouTube web web cartoons that are out like a web series and we're going to call it little rat Tail. anyway i don't
0: know i don't know if the people that are listening (laughs) to this know what a rat tail is but
1: at one point
0: it was like a style thing and um i guess in 1994 um it was a thing so it was a thing
1: (laughs) way before 1994 because i went to school with people that had rat tails
0: but it's where it's where in the at the back of your head like in the center at the back of your hair and
1: it's not like a, a tribal thing it's not like affiliated it's no, not like any
0: it's cultural a, no no it's like white kids in Alabama yeah
1: this is like like white kids tried on <laughs> not even i think it's just some white kid like was like uh, appropriate, uh, culturally appropriating know. something. Anyway, it's not it's it. not
0: like a ponytail or having like long man hair or anything. It's literally like a really small uh, width of hair, like maybe a centimeter or maybe not even an inch at the base or whatever. And you just grow out that one little part and you grow it out and that's called your rat tail. And the rest of your head is usually shaved. and Or very short. Yeah, and you just have like this one like patch that's yeah. growing out long oh
1: you could probably see an excellent example of that in national lampoon's vacation i'm sure the little kid in that has a rat tail
0: anyway so this kid I think his
1: name might be ricky
0: this kid ricky <gasps> up my street um he had a rat tail and he also had a chihuahua oh and, my goodness and that Did that
1: also have a rat tail
0: no so that chihuahua was like crazy he was ballistic he barked all the time like it was pretty nuts and i just remember i used to like walking by ricky's house because ricky used to bug me and
1: you it's your fault i just realized our situation is karmic retribution (laughs) for what you're about to say i I didn't know know this story (laughs) and this is just you just blew my mind i used to
0: like walking by ricky's house because my rottweiler was a mean badass dog and for once ever i had a dog that was like way more tough than somebody else's dog and i could go by his house and like his dog couldn't bother us because i had my tough dog and i go by his place and i used to like walking my dog by his house and his And his little chihuahua would be barking his face off or whatever. And And so
1: this is why right now we are surrounded (laughs) by dogs that don't stop barking. You're laughing, but think about it. It's shit. What goes around comes around. I was nine years
0: old. Give me a break. I didn't have anything else. It
1: doesn't care about your age. It's like, (gasps) that's not how that works.
0: Anyway, it was cool. Max was pretty cool, and uh, he was a handful, but... Um, yeah, I used to, I used to like going and harassing Ricky's dog and Ricky.
1: Did you ever like going to a beach?
0: Well, uh, what's
1: your favorite beach ever?
0: Manzanillo, Mexico.
1: I've never been there. So what's so great about it?
0: Well, there's sand first of all, which is nice (laughs) instead of rocks (laughs) and cold water, like in Canada. Um, and we live in a place now, like on Vancouver Island, there's like tons of really nice beaches and stuff, which Mm -hmm. which is, Mm -hmm. you know, uh, like, super amazing thing that we have access to that now. But, like, um, yeah, most beaches in Canada I ever visited, pretty rocky, you know? They're still beautiful, yeah. but, like, it's a different... Yeah. It's not what yeah, you yeah. think it's of when you experience. see, like, on movies and stuff and whatever. And you think beach, beach. Well, yeah. it's not going to be like that. Like, it's... I mean, you can find beaches like that. Sure, but sure. It's more rare, you know? I am... Um, and is like, the only place i ever been to with a nice beach, pretty much, so... But like-
1: I, I've been to, like, I've been to a few sandy beaches. I thought that, um, like when I was thinking about this, I was thinking like Newport beach is like one of my favorite beaches. I know everybody says Venice beach and I love Venice beach. Excuse me. Don't get me wrong. But, um, a Newport beach just, it was because it was the experience that I had there. Like I was with my cousin and friends and guys we met on the pier or the beach or whatever. And it was just cool because, like, um, I remember there were houses on the beach. Like, one house was painted in, like, red, green, and gold. And it was, like, there was, like, a crazy party going on there and stuff. And um, we met these guys. And, like, nothing bad happened. Mm-hmm. But, like, we might have had a few drinks. I'm not sure because I was pretty young. But anyway, um, yeah. And then the next day we went back to the beach again. And I went out. And I remember I was, like, trying to boogie board. And anyway, I got st- – the I had a hard time coming in. Um, I did boogie boarding, yeah. Anyways, I ended up burning really bad, like really bad. It was one of one of the worst I've ever had. And as I was on the plane coming home, I could feel the blisters in my skin hardening. I don't know if that was because the altitude or what was going on. It was awful. When I came home, like I was I was in pretty bad shape. But um,
0: I got insane sunburn in Dominican Republic.
1: From, were you, like, just lying out in the sun, or? Just
0: just typical Phil not wearing sunscreen, being out, like, yeah.
1: It's awful. It really messes you up. Like, when I was in Spain, um, I got a really bad sunburn, and I never knew you could burn your lips and your eyelids before. Ooh. It was fucking awful. And the other girl that I met that was from the UK that was there, um, her too, she got really badly burned. Like, because I'd go away with mom and... And, you know, like she's, she tans wonderfully and, you know, like doesn't, not like me. And so I would just burn really, really fast. But also, as we said in the beginning, like, like most of my family are sun worshippers. I love the sun. I hate being overheated, but I'm not the type of person that goes and lies out in the sun. Like my, my, um, you know, my siblings and my mom, they would be able to like lather baby oil on them, whereas I just, you know. There's just no way. Like, it was is awful. I've always had to kind of be careful with it because I've just had so many bed burns. But um, whatever, it is what it is. And have you ever gone to a tanning bed?
0: Never, never, I, ever, ever.
1: I did that once um, for uh, for my prom. Well, I probably did it more than once, but...
0: Sounds like torture. Yeah, I don't know like why you do that. you pay
1: for, like, the name of it would be... Oh, my God, the place that I was going to, the name of it was, like... I guess it might have been the name of islands or something like tropical islands, and and it was just it was a very relaxing experience. But is is bad. Plus, it also didn't look didn't look like. like I normal.
0: think U, UV lights look cool, and like photos people take. Well, by you, tanning beds are cool because it's like black light. You've seen whatever, tanning but beds, like, right? Yeah, I know what they are.
1: Yeah, so like you you put these little. Goggles on, mm-hmm. and usually you wear a towel around your, you know, your nether regions. Um, if you don't want to get anything on that, and also you're like lying on the glass, which I know they clean, it just kind of grosses me out, anyways. And like you're lying on glass, so the lights are in the glass that you're lying yeah. on on the top and in the bottom, and then you close.
0: I've seen movies, clam. I know what a tanning okay, bed is. Okay,
1: all right, sorry. Now I'm it's usually the about, evil uh, douchebag
0: that's like in a tanning bed or whatever. Like, I'm sure uh, there's a movie where the final
1: destination, oh, no, where the no, 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 thing no. the girl she gets overcooked in no, the yeah, um, that's a crazy,
0: um, crazy. Oh my god, Andre 3000, Jason Statham, and Ray Liotta were in a movie called. Oh, it's one of my favorite movies. How can I not remember the name anyway? Um, What was it about? Jason Statham is like this guy who got mixed up with kind of some weird people and he was in prison and while he was in prison he exchanged uh, secret messages by the library books while he was in solitary with a chess master and a master con artist and then after he gets out he pulls a massive con uh, as a revenge con on Ray Liotta's character, who's like this oh. casino supervillain.
1: Yeah, 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 yeah. Ray Liotta's awesome. Uh, I,
0: know I can't remember like. what that movie's called. It's one of my favorite movies, but um, I'm going to f- remember as soon as we finish. But uh, anyway, so Ray Liotta, I think in that movie... He's he goes to a tanning bed or whatever. Okay, yeah. And and like I'm sure in maybe another movie there's like a tanning bed where they're like an evil person's in it. And so I just associate tanning beds with supervillains.
1: Ah, I'm gonna look I it see. up while you. No, I was just gonna something. say to you. So, like, what's your favorite uh, summer movie?
0: Um, a new movie that I haven't seen before.
1: Oh. Oh, that's but a very not. Oh, keen it's called Revolver. Answer? It's called yeah, yeah, Revolver. Revolver. Okay. But not just
0: any movie, not just some crazy ass Liam Neeson movie that he decided to make, like, and some crazy oh, shit God. about him driving a fucking big rig.
1: Yeah. Okay. I think we need to digress here. And like, the, the Ice Road. All right. It's if you If
0: you can hear my voice, do not watch the Liam Neeson movie called The Ice Road. It's basically one giant Kenwood truck commercial, and it's not good. I'm sorry. I like Liam Neeson. You know, I like uh what's his face, Morpheus?
1: Lawrence Larry Fishburne.
0: Yeah, Larry Fishburne. Uh, you know, I I got nothing against Manitoba.
1: Yeah, it's but in, it it like know. it was a
0: it was not a good movie.
1: I I truly like, I stand by what I said. I my really time I really feel like he's trying to pull in Nicolas Cage. And Nicolas Cage the thing with Nicholas Cage is yes, he's got like hundreds of movies out and some of them are just terrible, awful, but like he's got this thing <laughs> about him. That you just you just gotta watch it anyways, right? Like like uh, Wally's Wonderland or whatever it was. I really liked it. He was kind of nuts in that one, and I really really enjoyed I didn't like it. that movie. It was but crazy. We watched Jiu-Jitsu, and that sucked. Jiu-Jitsu like, wasn't was any awful. good.
0: Uh, Color out of space was crazy. It's
1: crazy. Mandy was awesome. Mandy
0: was totally insane.
1: <laughs> yeah, I don't There's know, lots. Man. He's got a good balance going. He can pull that off, Laura. But I don't I don't know about Liam. I think he needs to it was painful it was
0: really painful to watch so anyway but we got to wrap this up we're at an hour uh, and a half right now uh,
1: okay i just i like
0: this is the longest podcast we've ever recorded okay that's great our batteries are gonna run out
1: (laughs) anyway i want to give suggestions for summer Uh, movies okay because you derailed me i don't know how many times um jaws original which phil has never seen never seen what are you even doing with your life you have to see that movie uh i will say do the right thing awesome movie very i think if you have you ever seen do the right thing never heard of it Uh, oh my god okay that you like that's like got like you know it's not like just some campy thing it's like a lot of um political backbone to it and Okay. And it's very, it's a like a very human. I don't want to say humanitarian movie. Anyway, it's. it's I want to really watch good.
0: 1917. If you want to know what I want to watch.
1: No, I'm talking about summer movies. Days and Confused, Blue Crush, fun movies to watch during the summer.
0: 1917 is a good movie. Is that
1: that horror movie where they no, live on a farm?
0: It's a war movie. The entire movie's done as if it's shot in like one shot. It's like a master of cinematography.
1: Okay. Maybe they'll bring it to the drive-in. No, they won't. We went to the drive-in last week and it was awesome. Really like it. Yeah, liked it was it. pretty cool. Yeah. We got to go back. All right, well. We watched Mean Girls at the drive-in. I'm gonna, yeah, Mean Girls, which is a great movie. I don't know if I'd say it's a summer movie, but it's still a great movie.
0: There were a bunch of laugh out of
1: moments. Oh, yeah. I meant just like, I don't associate it with summer, right? Right. Okay. Um anyway, um I do want to say uh oh man. Oh, what's the one with oh, um
0: faces. What's the one with uh um you know the guy uh, McConaughey, Matthew McConaughey when he's young and he's like
1: dazed and confused. Oh,
0: is that dazed? Okay, yeah, I want to watch that. That's a good summer movie. All right, all
1: right, all right. <laughs> well, not
0: because of him, but like just the whole movie in general, like going to like this I have, party I outside. Have that movie. And like kids, like trying to find something to do at night in the summer and whatever. And
1: okay, yeah, absolutely, yeah, we'll watch that. Okay, hundred percent. Right. Um, uh, I-, I wanted to give some. I'm gonna, I'm gonna nominate some party poopers for this month because I think that's what we need to do.
0: Oh, to call some people real- out
1: not just calling people out, calling shit out. So I'm going to say my nominees are wildfires because they fucking suck and people that are shitheads, excuse my language, and keep doing uh,
0: Gender reveal fires. parties?
1: <laughs> no. Gender I'm reveal?
0: To- well, did you did you hear about that one? The gender no. reveal party where they- And it started a fire? Well, yeah, because you know these gender reveals That's are going insane. Fuck. Last year, there was a gender reveal in California where they exploded something and then like there was like colored, I don't know if it was a boy or girl, but there was colored oh. stuff that came out and they started this huge wildfire that like destroyed shit tons of it's stuff. It's
1: awful. That being said, I just listened to the book, um, tree by, um, the people
0: that throw their cigarettes out of their trucks. Oh
1: my God. Oh my God. Oh my God. Uh, David Suzuki and Wayne Grady. And uh, they talk about how fires are like necessary, Wayne Brady. Grady,
0: okay, so okay.
1: Uh, for like trees to like prosper and like because it propagate. would be
0: cooler if it was Wayne Brady.
1: Anyways, this okay. is important, All right, and sorry. they talk about the old growth for the
0: old growth forests.
1: Old growth forests. It felt like I was saying that backwards, nope. but anyways, which is also another party pooper are the people that are so people that are burning down the forest because people are still doing fires outside there's people who smoking on the beach here man who still smokes why are you smoking on the beach
0: smoking tobacco
1: anything like don't be fucking smoking around the dried kelp and shit like what are you doing with the winds like it just it doesn't seem smart okay but they were smoking cigarettes
0: yeah
1: i just don't don't ignite anything when you're in that kind of area and also the kids that are here behind the school, like burning smoking and burning t-shirts. Like what? That's just weird.
0: We don't know that it was kids. It could have been a weird pedo or something. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Could have. For you're all right. we know, I you're mean, right. who knows? You're right. Anyways, it probably that sucks. Um, it could have been that bear. We're not protecting uh, our old growth. Force enough, and um, that was actually mentioned in that book, tree. And they were talking about how when they go, like the homes for the spotted owl is going to be gone, anyways. It's like this whole thing, it's not just you're not just losing a tree that's dead, it's got it's 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 huge, like there's a huge impact on the environment. Um, and also, uh, the city, Courtney, excuse me, right. for letting people keep chickens
0: I in their it's, backyards in disgusting. their backyards
1: it's disgusting i think it's going to be a total literal shit show i think there's going to be just straight up noise complaints um uh but but worsely, inhumane conditions i don't know why i thought of the noise complaints but those just probably we're talking about dogs barking but anyways yeah inhumane conditions and the fact of uh chickens are going to be killed left right and center um fucking sanctuaries can't keep taking in like just everybody's old birds because they're not gonna you know get eggs from them anymore you know like because i think that was something that was mentioned as a solution to when the, some of them get too old to like you know lay eggs or whatever and i'm just like
0: yeah chickens just are awful living feeling breathing creatures and we do and not they feel the, pain um, and have social networks and stuff and yeah and they're
1: they, they're so smart
0: you know, it's not it's not your right to enslave them and force them uh, to give you eggs.
1: Yeah, it's awful. And I mean, if we saw anything with all the life that, like, on they were talking about the I don't know millions or billions or whatever of creatures that died, ocean life that died because the heat wave. I mean, we also saw people not being smart about keeping their dogs in their car just animals in general during heat waves seems like they're not on everybody's radar unless they're protecting it for their income or something like that. You know what I mean? Like Mm -hmm. animal laws here need to improve. I've got kind of
0: a, a weirdly positive thing.
1: Yes, you should, because we should have done this before we should end on a positive. Normally I'm the
0: party pooper, but um, I can give you a positive, which is that the, um, the provincial government, um well the whoever it was the minister or whatever didn't renew the salmon uh, open water salmon farming contracts right so they have until like the end of the year or something um to pack up the salmon farms and get the fuck out because it's shitty for the environment to have these uh you know uh in water fish farms and there's been obviously a ton of pushback everybody's like yo it's our jobs and you guys yeah. are being ridiculous and the Department of Fisheries and Oceans says that it's totally okay and you guys are making a big stink about it. And meanwhile, there's a shit ton of science that says, no, it actually is shitty and fuck you guys. Yeah. But um, but
1: I hope they do. They
0: recently appealed uh, and they wanted to uh, they wanted to get a court injunction to allow them to do like a final restock of their pens or whatever and put more fish in. And the uh, government fought back and uh, squashed it. So it got squashed in court and they're not allowed to restock them. So that was like a big win because I thought yeah. totally they're going to get pushed over and the lobbyists and whatever are going to win. By the way, Norway owns all those fucking... They're all fish companies from Norway that are abusing our shit over here. So yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. It's not like yeah, you're it's protecting not, it's, Canadian business Yeah, and or it's something.
1: not like somebody is, you know, like they live somewhere where they, can't, they have to... Yeah,
0: like and by the way... They're doing it here because it's been made illegal in a bunch of other places mm-hmm. in the world that already got wise up to fucking. They need their to like transition so.
1: people though. That that's their livelihood. Like the solution isn't to have more people suddenly be jobless. Like they have to be able to provide like valuable, uh, va- valuable. Yeah, but valid they, options. They, they actually do that have that. Tra- they
0: do have transition programs, mm-hmm. and they sounded the alarm about this mm-hmm. ages ago, years ago, that they were going to be closing this shit down. And it's been known for a long time and there's just been a bunch of deniers saying it's never going to happen yeah. and they, they chose not to transition or whatever.
1: And you know so. what? You know who has delicious fish that doesn't come from the ocean? The Munch room. They have mm-hmm. amazing fish tacos. Yeah, there's a food... I thought I'd throw that out because we There's a food had truck yesterday. at
0: the Comox Valley Farmer's Market.
1: And they're amazing. So if you're ever down here...
0: So I was really um, happy that they didn't allow them to restock. That was a yeah. huge positive. But yeah, if you're ever down at the farmer's market, go to check out the Munch Room. Yeah. Or just check out the Munch room on the Facebook. Because they
1: do it in Lewis Park too, I think. And then they also do the yeah. Cumberland Farmer's Market. So.
0: It's 100% vegan food truck. And Aletha and, and I...
1: thousand percent delicious. <laughs> we've already talked about
0: getting them to come to like our wedding reception yeah. and just serving up like drunken snacks and like things. Like the
1: midnight snack. Like yeah. after you've... Yeah, you've had a few excuse me you want to eat and they make churros and mm, mm, mm,
0: mm. yeah and they make really good breakfast sandwiches yeah. and burgers and tacos and Delicious. fish tacos and stuff yeah. all vegan so
1: that's it
0: cool so what's your song
1: oh oh okay well i'm gonna go with um i've been like super binging uh elite lately since the next season started so i'm gonna go with i uh, bar i think that's how you say her name what? It's it's spelled lucid, but I think you say lucid.
0: Embar lucid. I'm not sure.
1: Uh like like amber but amber oh. I guess. And it's a phantasmas.
0: Phantasmos?
1: With a f. Mas.
0: Phantasmas. Yes. Okay, cool. What kind of song is it? Like what playlist should it go on?
1: Uh it's kind of like sultry. So, so we'll have moody to figure it out poopers? Yeah, sure. What are our options?
0: Uh, You got happy poopers. You got cozy. You got booty. Oh, maybe booty. No, booty is like dance music. It's like electronic. Oh,
1: yeah. I don't know why I went to. (laughs) Sorry.
0: And then you got moody. (laughs) Sure. I have a song for booty poopers because it's quite a small playlist. It's only like two songs, I think, right now. Um, I'm going to go with Nightlight by Elenium and Annika Wells. It's a good song, Nightlight.
1: I can find more for that if you need it.
0: Well, just uh, come up with some for the next podcast. And in the meantime, I've got to watch Spinal Tap and figure out what this beer is all about.
1: Oh, I don't even know if that's where it came from, but I think so.
0: Sorry for all the... uh, weird noises and stuff i just i'm not used to this configuration we moved around our configuration so we could videotape this episode and i keep hitting my mic stand so i apologize for that in case anybody has been odd you know had audio uh issues audio uh complaints discomfort discomfort yeah all right guys Well, we'll see you next time and it was lovely having you here and for everybody on patreon hello Nice seeing you and we'll see you next time. And I'll give you guys an update on my midlife crisis shack shack in a box.